Welcome to the Project Cycling Podcast. In this episode, we are joined by Ruth Corset and we give a debrief on the recent round of the Queensland Road Team Series. Ruth Corset is, in my opinion, one of the greatest female cyclists Australia has seen um, and her palmares is way big, too big to do it any justice in this brief intro, but she is a former national champion with a, a huge amount of results, uh, both abroad and um, in Australia. We hope you enjoy. Um, well, yeah, let's just kick straight off then and, and um, rip into tonight's episode. We've back to back a couple um, pretty quickly this time around and that's on the back of another round of QRTS um, on the weekend just gone, which was round three of uh, the Queensland Road Team Series, which was held back at, um, I know I say this wrong, I was saying Weemuran, but other people were pronouncing it totally different, but let's just say Debra on the um, <laughs> southern, end, southern end of the sunny coast. Um, which was where we where round one was also held or part you know slightly different layout but uh, up in the same area that round one was held which was a, a pretty cool race as well so um, yeah tonight we've got myself um, Trent and Ben back again g'day g'day hello and uh, we've got a great guest on tonight uh, Ruth Corset who's racing for the Solaris Racing Team is did I pronounce that pronounce that right Ruth yep Solaris yep. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty confident in the Ruth part. I was just wondering about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, thanks very much for coming on tonight. And you've uh, been racing the, the series and are doing pretty well, to be, uh, to be modest. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah, so I haven't <coughs> been racing for five years. Um, I, I actually retired five years ago. And um, my two daughters started getting right into their cycling and um so i just um i was just training with them helping them train for different races and um and then they're both they're 17 and 19 now so they've they started racing the queenstone road series last year um and stephanie's in a national road series team as well so they uh they were just um they kept begging me to <laughs> to race with them. So, um, so yeah. So you made I a thought, return okay, and started well, beating I might them. as well. I'll do, I'll do one race with them because I thought, it, you know, it would be pretty good having being able to race with my two daughters and um, some, something that we can always remember. And so I did the first Nash, the first Queensland Road Series with them and um, and surprised myself and did quite well and um because I didn't know what the level of racing would be like or how I how I was going compared to um those girls because I haven't been racing for so long um so uh, yeah and then decided to do the next the second round and then the third round and um and now I've been talked into doing the fourth round (laughs) so yeah it's been great it's been fun Easy to get talked into it when you're doing pretty well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it's just been so much fun racing with the girls, as, with my two daughters as well. Um, you know, it's just so special being able to race with them and, um, you know, ra- and racing on the same team together too is even extra special. So what's the, the Solaris Racing Team? Where's, tell us a little bit about um, where that's from where, or where that's based. I don't know a lot about it. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, what, what's the what's the location of that, and how's that come to be? Um, so, um, Deb Latouf runs the team. So it's a Sunshine Coast based team. Deb used to live up in Townsville, so that's how we know each other. And um, Stephanie, um, she was racing for Scotty um, team a few two years ago and um, and then she so all of a sudden at the end of the year uh, didn't have a team because they just wanted um, their, their sponsors ha- had changed and they um, they just wanted Balmoral 
club riders in their team. So, yeah, at the end of the year, all of a sudden she didn't have a team. So I contacted Deb to ask her if she knew of anyone. And um, she said, well, she can race on my, on my team. So, and then, you know, she said, in fact, you and um, Caitlin can race on the team too. So that's how it all started. And, um, yeah, we've been really enjoying it. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun team and Deb's a great director. Um, the girls are on the team. A lot of the girls are very new at riding. So it's just been great mentoring them. Um, Rachel Wales, um, she's a young rider. She's 24. So she's, um, she's actually on an NRS team, uh, Valo Fit, a Perth-based team. So she's been guest riding on the team this year too. So it's she's a very good climber and she's got so much potential. So um, it's been great um, just mentoring her as well and um, just um, giving her um, tips throughout the different races. And, um, yeah, I think she's going to go quite far in cycling if she keeps it up. So it'll be great to see. Yeah, it's awesome. You said um, you touched on before and it leads into your mentoring role on that now. You've obviously got a lot of experience yourself in racing. You've raced at you know, the top level and, and yeah. everything in between. Yeah. Um, you said right at the beginning you weren't sure about the quality of what the quality of the racing would be like you know, after having a break and yeah. coming back and where you'd be. How would you find it? Yeah. How did you find the actual quality of the racing? Um, yeah, so – the quality was is quite high. There's some quite good riders. So there's some NRS riders um, that race the Queensland Road Series as well, which really um, I think lift the um, lift the racing a lot. So um, there's um, girls from the ARA team. So they're all quite experienced, and ARA is a National Road Series team. So. Um, it's been great racing with them as well. So, yeah. And Rachel, um, she's a quite um, an aggressive kind of rider. So she likes to just, um, she likes to give it everything. And I, I love her style of racing. She just um, loves attacking and um, giving it everything. So, and a lot of girls I used to find didn't really, um, were a bit too scared to do that. And, would hold back and um, wouldn't, you know, um, they were just happy sitting in and just finishing in the field. So, yeah, there's there's more of that happening now yeah. as well, which is really good to see. Yeah, that's great. I know we've we've made comment that it seems to be just about every round that we watch now, um, you know, it seems to be even more exciting and, and you know, not the quality is lifting, but the racing just seems to be going from strength to strength in the, in the women's yeah. field. It's really great to see. Yeah, yeah, it is. Cool. I'll uh, say one thing before I let Ben have a chop too. I, I um, I noticed one thing with your uh, kits definitely stand out in the middle of the peloton too. They're nice and bright and pretty easy to spot. I, I did a bit of work on the back of the moto over the weekend, and it wasn't hard to yeah. spot the uh, team members in the middle of the group. That's for sure. Yeah, I know. That's what I like about the kit. It's really good to see. It's um great for training as well. You know, the cars cars can. Um, is the the kits are really visible on the road, so um, yeah, and they look really good too. Yeah, they look great. Right, what do you reckon? We get into Let's, having a look at the round. Yeah, yeah, drive through stage one. Well, stage one was out of Debra, um, and I think before we go into this, I've I, I must say before the start of the race, I learnt how few friends I must have in the masters field because um. And I can't pin this on one person because I had multiple people before the race tell me, oh, yeah, like the course isn't that hard. You know, like it's it's not much of a climb. There's just a few rollers on the way up to the KOM. <laughs> and I should have known this was a stitch up given that everyone who told me that was talking to me while their race was still going. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a brutal course. Yeah, well, well, I actually, I, I actually um, drove the course the day before. Caitlin and I flew down um, the day before from Townsville, and we got to drive the course the day before. And I, uh, afterwards, we after we went to a coffee shop, and I rung Deb, and um, because she was saying how 
um, it's quite a hilly course and how it's really good because it would suit me. And um, anyway, I rang her and said to her, I don't think this course really suits me. I don't, I don't think it's it's hard enough. The hills are just rolling and I don't think, I think it's going to end up in a bunch sprint. <laughs> And <laughs> how'd that play anyway, out? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it, it, it was, um, I didn't expect it to split up and especially as early as it did, like in the first four kilometers, it, it split straight away. Yeah. So yeah. And that wasn't the plan either to, to go that early. <laughs> yeah. Like for those listening, it was, it was, you know, on paper, it looked like rolling hills and, and maybe in the car it would have looked like rolling hills but it was sort of more like a staircasing sort of hill where you'd go up a short like really steep kicker with a little bit of a downhill and then it was just one like steep kicker after the next and it just felt like you would you get over the top of one and it was like 10 seconds later and you're onto the next one and it was just one after the other for about 5k and i just tore all the races apart <laughs> yeah you look at that elite men's race too. Um, there was a, a relatively, oh, it wasn't wasn't you know terribly serious, but it was a five k in in the first crash for that race. Um, I think it was about five k. Someone went down and took a couple down with them. Yeah, so like that was um, just over the top of the KOM. We'd sort of just gone over the top and started the descent, and it was only um, I was one of the few people who was in front of it, um, and. You know, someone towards the front just didn't see a pothole and um, they just hit that and then just took a whole heap of riders out when they went down because it was, it was a pretty quick section of the race. And the I think the only easy part of the race was when they stopped us to sort of get all the, gather the medics and that. And then once the race was on again, it that like that meant we were grouped together again because um, the race was stopped. But the first time back around, it just just shredded the whole bunch. Yeah. How did you find it, Ruth? From um, I know you said it, it busted up pretty early. What was it like from within within your race? Like, you know, you managed to be there at the end, so yeah. So um, it was neutral, I guess, for the first um, I don't know two or three k, and then um, um, Emma Pratt, I think it was, attacked um, straight away on a climb um, straight after the neutral. And I just went with her and um, and then um, Gina and Sophie came across to us and um, we ended up working well together. Emma ended up, um, she dropped off. So then there was just the three of us, Gina, Sophie and myself. So we were three of us rotating through really well um, the rest of the way and um, we didn't get a time gap until probably... Um, three laps to go. Um, they said that we were like six minutes ahead. So um, <laughs> we, we were actually working quite hard, not not super hard, but yeah, um, and we were all rotating through quite well. And so we knew that we didn't really have to continue working hard for the last three laps. Um, but yeah, ended up, um, uh, I was at that stage. Actually, I was thinking uh, my legs felt really good, and especially on the climbs. And I was deciding, oh, should I attack and try and get away, or should I just wait and for it to come down to a bunch sprint? Because I knew that um, the next day was the hill climb, and um, I was I knew that I'd I'd do reasonably well on the hill climb, and that's where I could make up some time on GC. So I wasn't sure how my legs would go if I did attack um, and get away and um, and then to back it up the next day with the hill climb. So, yeah, in the end I decided just not to, you know, just to stay with the girls and, um, yeah, and ended up coming down to a sprint with the three of us and Gina was so strong she sprinted, out-sprinted me at the end. That does help. Like your experience there, knowing that it is worth just saving saving the matches and turn it down a bit, win the stage by I think it's like almost seven minutes in the end, and save, yeah. it, save it for day two and go on the assault then. Yeah, it's funny. I actually um, wasn't aware time. Yeah, I don't know if it was minutes. a good decision or not, but because um, <laughs> I like I like to um, I, I like an aggressive 
type of race. So, yeah, like I guess it was a good decision in the end. Yeah, that's one thing I found in in the elite race as well was I just it was one of those courses where once you had three or four riders, you you didn't really go any any slower than than a full working bunch would anyway. So um, it's um, you know, if you just look at the results sheet, the the six seven minute gap seems absurd. Um, well, it is absurd, but <laughs> <laughs> but um. <laughs> on, on that sort of course, it like it really is just it, you can't get a bunch moving. And I mean, it, looking all the way down the the results list of not just the women's race, but you know when we say that's well, there was six minutes in front of the next group, but that was only two riders, and then there was you know one rider and then four riders together, and then you know it just goes like that all the way down the list. There's not exactly a bunch that was that was behind chasing. Mm. Yeah, like, like yeah. Ruth said, just got torn apart from the, the get-go, and I think, um, yeah, just those dribs and drabs coming home. And even the men's race was like that as well. There was no real... I think there was a big group almost like an hour down or something, but a long way down, but might, well, that might have been the day before, but there was definitely you know, four, three riders, five riders, another five riders. Yeah, yeah. Well, ours, ours was essentially the same. Like, after that crash and the race kicked off proper just the first time over the hills um it was just split to bits in there was a group of only about seven or eight of us and then we kind of backed off once we got to the bottom of the climb for that little flat section and then um there was another group of about six that sorry um just come across to us so it was a bit of a bigger group there for for a moment but then jesse Ewart did jesse Ewart things and <laughs> went crazy yeah, yeah. Uh, he like I I saw him go and attack, and I knew that the you know the riders he was with were um you know pretty classy. I was like, that's that's gonna that's a winning break. Yeah, just looking through it now, the only main group was forty one like over kind of six riders was that group forty one minutes down. So they're well and truly done and dusted. Well, I don't think they actually finished as a group. They they got. Uh, they all um, got a scratch time, didn't they? Like once after so long, after they started pulling people, they all got the same time. I think yeah, in that last yeah. lap. So, um, yeah. So like, well, that that front three was Jesse Ewart, Matthew Lambert, and Reese Rotham. And I mean, Je- both Jesse and Reese are riding so so strong at the moment. Like out of the Queensland Opens, it's pretty much just been them two on the podium um, for you know for the last few months at least. Um, and I knew that was the move to be in. It's just, yeah, when guys that strong go, if you don't, not there in the jump when they go, it was, it was I tried to ride across with Zach Gilmore, but we we're just watching the dots disappear in the distance. Um, yeah, and there was, I was in a small chase group of, there was five of us. But yeah, we finished two minutes down. Yeah, I can't say much for the um, Masters. I didn't race on the weekend. I had other commitments, but um I did speak to uh, some of the boys in the team and that, and uh, I'll give a shout out to actually the commissaires. I know in the in the past we, you know, everyone is normally pretty quick to highlight decisions that might not seem really great, but I know um, from my understanding is the commissaires actually pulled the Masters race over and and stopped them about three or four k, like pr- pretty pretty quickly into the race um, within that first lap, pulled them over and actually gave them a toning down um, and about the manner that they're riding and about crossing lines and being unsafe. Um, so I think that's really good to see that that's been addressed and, you know, they're making every effort to make sure people are complying with the rules because we've spoken many times about how hard it is to get permits now and, you know, we've got to protect the permits that we can get and also to try to ensure people are riding as safely as they can. As we already saw, there's a crash in the elite on that day and then we'll get into it later, but another serious crash on the second day in the Masters race. So, um, yeah, take my hats off to the commissaires to pull pull the race over, bring it to a complete stop and basically tell all the riders to pull their heads in, otherwise they're going to start pulling people from the race and DQing them. Yeah, and big shout-out to Ben and Andrew. I kind of did follow that race. That was the only one you could. There was a few Instagram stories and it seems like those two were away for pretty much most of the race as well. So, they're, um, one of those teams was, I think the Cobra team was doing a fair few posts as they were traveling along so yeah they managed to hold off the bunch by over a minute just the two of them yep yeah that was that was ben laws um took the win with andrew free 
um, just behind him, and then Dan Wilson was a good minute fifteen behind. Yeah, uh, Andrew Andrew Freeby. So ben Ben Lewis is actually from Townsville. He's my training partner. Oh. So, so yeah, I was so excited when I saw him win. <laughs> what are you guys putting in the water up yeah, there? Yeah, that's um. I come from Townsville. I never won races like that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, he's very strong. Must be that mentorship so, yeah. there that you've given him, Ruth. <laughs> yeah, it was so good to see him win. Well, he's definitely doing something right out training because um, yeah, he's both both managed to ride away from the field in different races. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we train nearly every day together, so yeah, he's great to train with. Yeah, be- before we move on too, I, I've just touched on being from Townsville, lived up there for years myself, and you could probably comment on this, Ruth. Like, it's got a well, it used to, and I'm sure it still does. Has a really great um, cycling culture up there and triathlon culture up there. Yeah, it does. There's so many cyclists here, um, and triathlon's quite big here too. Um, it's just a real shame that there's hardly any races here and a lot of it is to do with road permits. Um, so the club just can't get road, road permits to be able to close the roads to be able to hold races. So, um, yeah, but the training here is really good. There's huge bunches that ride every day and, um, and um, yeah, everyone's just there's heaps that are right into cycling so yeah yeah, it's just a shame about the racing we have to travel for the races so what is your training load like now that you've been conned back to doing a few races are you (laughs) just going around in bunch rides or are you taking a little bit serious doing some efforts here and there uh well well um up until i started racing early in the year um i was just I was riding with the girls. Well, I still ride with them, but I was just going at their pace for efforts. Um, so if we had, say, um, efforts on a climb, I would just go their pace. But then when I started racing, I I've just um, do a few more efforts than them and just um, go my pace. So, um, <laughs> hold, hold but I don't do any. <laughs> I don't do anywhere near as much training as I used to, and um, I just do more quality, I guess. Um, so, um, yeah, maybe um, 12 hours a week, if that, because I, I'm working so much more now too. So, so how you know, that, I'm a massage therapist. Yep. So how does that uh, yeah. like, dynamic Sorry? work? Because it sounded like you, you were kind of racing with them to help the girls, but now you've ended up being the stronger rider on the team. Is part of you wanting to kind of <laughs> just hang back with the girls? and? Uh, well, no, it's just, um, it's great just, um, racing with them and we, we still, we train together and, um, say we're doing, um, climbs together. I just, um, go my pace and we say, okay, we're going to meet up at, on this hill at this time. Um, so, and we do other training like bunch rides together. So, um, yeah, we're still training together and it's just fun going away and racing with them. That would be pretty special, I think, to be able to do that with you. It, it's really special, awesome. yeah. Yeah. Some, something that we'll always remember. So, yeah, and the girls love it. Oh, I look forward to the day when I might be able to race with my kids. Maybe. Yeah. I've seen how much <laughs> yeah. energy your son's got. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty there. sure he races with you yeah. when you're going out training with him already. Yeah, every, every time we get on the bike, it's a race. <laughs> but, well, moving into day two and that uh, individual time trial that's gone from Debra up the, oh, I suppose you call that, what, the, the southern side of Mount Me? Yeah, yeah. Um, the easy side of Mount Me. But, um, well, speaking of Townsville, that's probably not too dissimilar to Mount Stewart or something like that. Oh, no, Mount, Mount Stewart is a lot steeper. Um, so it's probably seem more like, in the like car. Harvey's Range, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would be too. Probably yeah, Harvey's about... Range, yeah. Yeah. So you had but, a um, great as, performance. Harvey's isn't as long, sorry. Oh, you had a great performance in that ITT. Um, yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, so how'd you, find, how'd you find that? You know, you said you saved your, wanted to save your legs a little bit in that road race the day before knowing that you had the uh, individual time trial coming up. Yeah. So, yeah, how how'd you feel yeah. off the back um, of that race? Yeah, so, yeah, I felt quite good. Um, so I I didn't end up um, looking at my computer at all because um, in the past I've always just gone by how I feel. Um, I've only actually just started using power this year when I started racing again. 
Um, I never used to use power when I used to race, so I just went by feel. But so I'm just I'm quite used to that. So um, I'm quite good at pacing myself and um, just by how I feel. So I yeah I felt good the whole way, and um, it was um, great. Um, it was a great feeling catching Sophie who. Um, started 30 seconds ahead of me. She was actually on her TT bike, which yeah, I saw that. Um, I was surprised by that, but I guess she's a uh, triathlete. So, um, but yeah, that would have been quite tough up the climb on a TT bike. Yeah, I think she was only. <laughs> well, I'll stand corrected here, but I, I did some photos down the bottom, and I think she might have been only literally one of two, maybe three people on a TT bike for the whole day. So, yeah, take my hat off. Yeah. To her. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad I rode my road, road <laughs> bike, although I don't have a time trial bike. Yeah. Anyway, so. That's because they're terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but the, I guess the time trial bike would have been good on that flat section. Uh, was it 2K or something of flat, 2.5K at the start? Yeah. Yeah, so, for, so, yeah for those who, who don't know Mount Me, um, it, it sort of started just a little bit away from the, the bottom of the climb. So, yeah, that was about... Uh, yeah, it's about a k, k and a half of flat into the bottom of the climb, oh, yeah. and then okay. even the. But that first actual part of the climb was still. It's not that steep. Like, um, I know for me it was still roughly around thirty k an hour, on the lower part of the climb, um, for the first, uh, I don't know, kilometer or so, and then then it sort of gets into a bit more of a five percent, uh, grippy climb all the way to the top. Hmm. Yeah, so I think the first, probably the first two and a half k, probably would have suited the TT bike. But yeah, you, um, I think you make the most time up on the climb. So yeah, I just um, um, paced it on the climb. So I was probably in my small chain ring for most of it, and then parts of it got into the big chain ring. Um, but yeah, I was pretty spent by the time I crossed the line at the top. I was glad it was over. <laughs> Yeah, even Sophie on the TT bike, she still finished six. So, yeah, yeah, like, she, yeah, she's quite strong. <clears throat> she was actually riding really strong in the road race the day before. She, she's she's a very strong rider. Yeah, I think it was sort of one of those races or courses where, if you are comfortable on your TT bike, I don't think it. I don't think it would have been too damaging to have been on it. Um, but I don't think there would have been, you know, it, it would have been a case of. Uh, both are probably, you know, roughly equally as fast, given sort of the, the nature of the course. That would have been a good feeling, though, knowing that um, it's really a three-horse race because you've finished so far ahead on day one and you've caught one of the girls in the time trial. That yeah, was, that... yeah, it was. And I was just thinking of Gina behind me. I was thinking, please don't catch me, Gina. Because <laughs> 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 um, I, I really didn't know how she was climbing like she looks she looked really fit she, she's really fit and she looked really fit on um like um on in the road race she was riding really strong the day before so um I could tell the day before though that I was climbing better than her but you just never know so um and you know she maybe she was saving a bit the day before you know all these thoughts were going through my mind but yeah i was pretty glad to finish over a minute in front of her on the climb yeah and although individual time trials always hurt like you know they're obviously a very grueling event you're you're riding at the absolute limit of what you can for that period of time but um that location too is pretty good like it's a, a beautiful beautiful 7k course like um as in picturesque, for want of a better term, gorgeous part of the world. Yeah. I, I don't know about you, Ruth, but I certainly didn't get a chance to, to take a look around on the way up. Looked all right from where I was. Looked all right from where I was. Actually, didn't it even was, look that yeah. hard from where uh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I had a nice view at the top, though, and coming down. Yeah. It was quite beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but, I yeah, I was just looking at the road going up. I think it is good, though, throwing a, a hill climb time troll in just to mix it up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Break away. Like, it's good with this series. They seem to do that. They make each round a little bit unique and different to suit different riders. Yeah, yeah. And um, even the time trials themselves, like, between rounds have been, you know, fairly, uh, fairly varied as well, which has been good. Um, 
So, and I think with the fourth round coming up, that's another, I'll stand correct, another ITT, because I think it yep. makes up the um, the final round of the Queensland ITT series. Yeah, and that's that's another uh, lumpy sort of technical course. So that'd be a cool one. Yeah. Mm, so is that would that suit a time trial bike or a road bike? TT, I it, think. It, it depends it, who you ask. Damo they, they 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 will... Um, don't listen to him, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> it's time trial bike material. <laughs> It's yeah. There's there's a there's a grippy climb okay, in so there. Okay, so the question is, am I going to lose that much time on my road bike? At least put clip-on bars <laughs> on. I'd say. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, okay. Because on the profile, it just looks up and down. Yeah. The the return trip, um, coming back down, is is sort of one of those ones where it's not steep enough where you can just wind up a road bike and tuck or anything. Like it's you're still going to have to pedal that whole whole way back basically and that's the sort of that's where you'd you'd want the tt bike or at least to have some clip-on bars or something okay i've I've given my two-time trial bikes to the girls so yeah i've only got my road bike is this when you get the the Um, old the bikes repossessed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember how I, I loaned you that bike yeah. for all your of, birthday? Yeah, all of a sudden, you're looking at the GC positioning of everybody, and uh, I think I need that more than you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no. so, there's probably not too much more to say about the individual time trial for the round, um, unless you've got anything, Ben. But I mean, once again, there's some good performances for, I think, um, yeah, Masters was the Denny, won the, won the men's, I think, Masters men's. Um, you had it right there in front of you, Trent. And then yes, it was by fourteen seconds. So yeah, not, not too much. Not I, like fifty minutes like Ruth did. No, and I think the uh, first <laughs> fifty minutes, fifty seconds, <laughs> same same. <laughs> but I think the first couple of they're very close. And um, CJ Maycock, I think, come in third or fourth, and he's riding fantastically. And um, and Traga, I, I think Dom ended up getting riders in fifth, sixth, and seventh. Yeah, well, Ben who broke away and. On the first round, he was second, so yeah. he's done done very well. Yeah, so obviously another another great performance by him. So yeah, but oh, it was really all those you see the same names with the masters coming to the front, you know, between the road race and the and the um, time trials we've seen. Even the uh, team time trials have had really strong performances consistently by the same guys um, round in round out. So, oh. Yeah, I, I just thought it's, it, it is probably worth going through um, the results. Like, um, yeah, as I said, in, in the in the women's was Ruth and then Mia Hayden, 52 seconds behind. The top five was pretty close from there. Like there was Imogen Alton and Rachel Wales and then Gina Ricardo, all, yeah, all pretty much within a 15-second spread there. So it was, you know, aside from Ruth leaving them in the dust, <laughs> there was, um, yeah, it was a pretty tight sort of women, top of the women's field there. Even for a 7K race, only two girls under 20 minutes. So it does show you that's a fair climb. Oh, yeah. It was it was a proper proper solid climb. Um, and then us in the in the men's, like Reese Rebotham just... I mean, I guess everyone's known he's, he's probably the, the best climber um, on, the, on the Queensland circuit. But it was... So it was... Uh, I thought it was pretty cool to, to see him, you know, really put that on show. And then Alex Bogner... Um, was was only 17 seconds behind and Soul Love and Matthew Lambert and um, it 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 tightened up the the GC battle cause with with Jesse Ewart coming in 45 seconds behind meant he was on um, Reese had taken the leader's jersey but there was only a nine second spread between them and and Matthew Lambert was on on nine seconds down as well and I'm yeah. just gonna put myself in there I was a minute down in ninth because that's what was your overall, overall time, just out of curiosity? Um, I think mine... Do you mean mine or Reese's? Oh. Mine was 17-16, and Reese did it in a ridiculous 16-15. don't know how you look at yourself in the mirror, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's, only, he's only got one leg, so... <laughs> um, yeah. I don't have the results. I can't get them on my phone, sorry. So, I don't know if Trent, you want to have a quick look at the Masters and just... Um, Go through those first couple as well because, once again, I think they're worth noting. So we got Dan Wilson took out the win in front of Ben, who we mentioned before. And then Andrew, again, who was in the 
break yeah. from the first day. Yeah, got second in the road he race. Was, he was um he was only thirty six seconds off. So it seems like it's one of those courses where just the strongest riders in that road race are just coming to the top. Well, mm. I think it shows a the nature of that that stage one was it was that hard where there was wasn't a whole lot of room for tactical decisions or anything like it was yeah it was just the, the strongest are at the front and yeah the fitness puts you where you are and then uphill time trial like there's no hiding in that it's basically just a 20 minute ftp test and the strongest come out at the top yeah well and then there's not much of a turnaround to the um to the road race in the afternoon so back to Wamuran or however you want to pronounce it Wamuran. Oh, I don't have that on any authority, so I'm going to continue to say it like a redneck. <laughs> Where you're <at. laughs> but um, it's a a great great little course, and for those who um, know of round one, which finished at the top of Mount Me, it's the same road race, just essentially without the finish up the top of Mount Me. So it's around the flat, for want of a better term, um, and it is pretty flat. It's not not really. It's, it's a weird one because it's it's not flat, but the hills are just sort of. It's, it's like just rolling hills that aren't quite grippy enough to do a heap of damage. I, I don't know from my perspective of when I've raced there is it's more so coming out of turn one, you know, you're coming out of turn one, it's really tight into that downhill towards the bridge. And if you're not anywhere near the front, by the time you come through that corner, the front of race is 3K down the road almost. Like it's, oh, it's like know, an 80K hour descent. Yeah, it's absolutely. So fast. Yeah, it's proper fast. And, um, and likewise, coming into that turn two, which turns under... W Lindsay Road there, it's another really tight corner where you lose all that speed, you know, and they were, they were really tight. Uh, the commissaires were really all over making sure people didn't drift out on, you know, onto the opposite side of the road there in that corner. So the same thing, unless you're positioned well, the front of the race is jamming on the power, and by the time you're halfway back in the pack, you're getting strung out again, um, you know. So I found, I find when I've raced there, those things are more damaging than those little rolly sort of climbs, you know, those... That's my take on that. Yeah, I think I made a few friends in the race because um, that, that second one you're talking about was a really tight corner into a steep uphill. And mm. me knowing that I don't have much of a kick in me at the moment, just being, <laughs> going to the front and then parking up the bus in the middle of the road out of, <laughs> out of the U-turn. <laughs> How do you find those? Um, or what was your take on the course before we get into the actual race itself, Ruth? Um, yeah, I like that course. Um, a little bit punchy and um, yeah, um, it's it's not too hilly, but um, it was good for us because I guess um, it was I it was we were, we were happy for it to stay together, but also um, we were I was wanting Rachel to try and get away as well, but unfortunately she you know to move up on GC. Um, but yeah, she got ended up getting two flats, so that was a bit annoying. And so my teammates did a great job just neutralising it on on the front until she got back into the race again. Um, but yeah, it was just bad luck for her, really. Well, getting two two flats. Yeah, I don't know if you heard about that, but it wasn't so much bad luck as some unsavoury character threw tacks out all on the yeah. tr- on the road. So um, yeah, I was sitting on following the following the masters to start with and. Within two laps, I think there must have been about eight flats. Eight, you know, I would have seen in excess of ten flats just within the women's and the and the masters race before it sort of all um, went to went to bedlam. So that was pretty, yeah, you know, disappointing to say the least. Mm, yeah. Did you was there given that the gaps were or a pretty big spread um, on GC? Was there was there much of a sort of podium shootout there on the, on, the, on that last race? Uh, well, none of the other teams really tried anything. So um, uh, there was maybe a few attacks and that was it. So I don't know what they were waiting for. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but we would have liked to attack a bit more. But because we, um, because Rachel got that two, the two flats, we were actually um, happy for it to, for, for their no, ta- for no tax attacks to go because um we were just waiting for her to come back get back onto the back of us again so um yeah i was surprised that no other teams that were down on gc were trying to get away or you know even just trying to get away to go for a stage win 
I know I'm picking up a bit of a vibe here, Ruth, on your commentary races. You said you like to have a fairly aggressive hard race, and I'm picking up a a fair vibe that I don't think I'd like to actually race with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't like a boring race. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it did seem from where um where I was uh, just following that race that the only sort of real um, attacking I saw in the in the women's race was um, at the sprint. Uh, I think Claire and yeah, um, well, the intermediate sprints. Yeah, yeah, and that was about you're right, and then everything seemed to sit up and and yeah. um, and stay together, which was good for like you, you touched on, good for those people who you know had picked up those um, flats and mechanicals and that because you know uh, that's not really there. That wasn't really anyone's fault and pretty bad luck. So yeah, at least they right. had an opportunity to get back on. That's one advantage, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, yeah. To to round out that one, that was the the women's race ended up being. Essentially, an all-in bunch kick um, with with Haley Jones taking the win and Gina Ricardo showing some pretty damn consistent couple of days in second place and and, and Claire Battle in third. And yeah, well, Haley's got a good kick there. You know, she's done a lot of track work and has a has a fair pedigree there. Yeah, she's won a good good number of bunch sprints this year. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I think it definitely definitely suited a track rider. <laughs> Yeah, that, and I know um, with the masters, a couple of the boys who are more traditionally sprinters have that same that same um, thought of that court that that course that if you can keep it together, you're a real good shot of being you know up there or, or thereabouts. Um, especially where it finished too, you know, it's a pretty nondescript place to finish. It really was just built for built for a sprinter. Down there, so. What about the? Um, I might just go and have a quick chat about the Masters race, I suppose, before we have a look at the Elite, and that was um, out on the course at the same time as the um, as the women's race was, um, and it was pretty. It must it, look it. It didn't look overly um, attacking from where from from where I was. It looked all right, but I think it was must have been a hell of a lot harder than what it looked because there was guys getting shelled off the back pretty quickly. Um, I think within two laps in, you know, a fair chunk of the field had been had been uh, been kicked off the back, and once again saw the usual characters at the front. Cobra Nine and um, Wolf were were driving it out of every single every single corner and up over every single little rise, and um, that's where I was talking about those corners before out of turn turn one and turn two. You know, they were driving it through there, and you look by the time by the time the uh, back of the peloton even got through, they were just strung out single file, just straight down the road. Um, once again, would have been in excess of eight flats that I saw. Um, but for me, that race is obviously um, marred by a pretty pretty bad crash um, with two to go. So uh, one of the well, three involved in that one went off the side of the road in, on that W Lindsay Road there, coming down in through those culverts where it's bit bit tight and a bit pretty fast down through there actually. Like you're coming out of that turn two and then in between there and turn three down through those culverts and over those little bridges are. Pretty quick. Yeah, that was a real fast section of the race. Yeah. So I think I'd had a bit of a look when we, you know, right, we were right behind them when they went down and I was doing about 55, I think, at the time. So they definitely weren't um, weren't going uh, slowly. But, yeah, some uh, pretty bad injuries there. And uh, we gave a shout-out to the commissaires before and I give a shout-out to the to the medic who was right on the right on the scene and did a fantastic job with those guys. Um, I know I've spoken to uh, Mick Cole from... Wolf Racing, who's still in a pretty bad way and sustained some pretty bad injuries. So, shout out to Mick and his teammates if he's listening. I hope he has speedy, speedy recovery. Um, I know even a handful of days later, he didn't remember any of that race or, or sort of anything that occurred. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it was a pretty nasty one. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, and that once again that pulled everything up, and I sort of missed the tail end of that race, getting tied up with that. So, um, it was another. Bunch sprint Another, after that. Yeah, after that it sort of all got all got kept together. I think they pulled uh, a fair number of the riders as they came back into town. They there's a bit of confusion. I think some got pulled, some were allowed to continue rolling and finish. But once again, gave the the tail of that race all the same time on GC and ended up with a you know bunch of about thirty or forty or something like that for the for the finish. Mightn't have even been quite that many to be honest. Yeah, and and Kyle Godson took out the win in that one um, with with Andrew. Matthias and Matthias and in in second and 
Stuart Shaw in third, which what's he doing in the Masters race? <laughs> <laughs> like he was he was kicking the NRS boys' ass only yeah not that long ago. So, oh, mate, Kyle Godson's not far off him. I think it wasn't it last <laughs> year he was racing a lead or something the year before. So, um, but racing really well. Some of those lads, like oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've mentioned a couple of times on mates of Kyle and. You know, he's, he's having a fantastic season this year and he really seems to have found a home there at Entrago and that whole team seems to be riding really well together. And I think they, I'll stand corrected, but maybe um, Werner from Entrago didn't race. I think he might have had other commitments or had some injury or something and he wasn't able to make it. So I think they sort of threw, their, threw all their boys behind Kyle for, the, for that round. Yeah. And then the elite race was very much the opposite of a cruising around and have a bunch kick um <laughs> we're pretty early on we had um the trio of, of sam volkers and connor reardon and then kane richards go up the road and i mean anyone who knows any of those three it's not a trio you want to watch roll away no, is it you nah, don't let them go nah, and that, to be honest it was it was it was a sort of funny race because it was very much um the sort of two races in one in that um i think a lot of people were expecting you know, Cobra Nine, um, and and um, the Gold Coast team because they, it's called the Gold Coast Cycling Club, but that's basically a continental team with with the riders they've got there, and I think they're expecting them to control that. But I mean, the Gold Coast had two two riders in the break, and they seemed pretty happy to just have a bit of their own GC race. Um, and I, yeah, I tried to get in that move, but yeah, those three were just super strong. I love you say the Gold Coast team and you say it's basically Conti team like you see them there. they've all got their Conti Knicks on with just, Gold, with just Gold Coast jerseys on over top of them yeah yeah oh, it's it, yeah it's I think it was yeah the strongest team there on the weekend and, and the results sheet sort of showed it and um but yeah Sam Volkers took the win and Connor Reed in, in second and Kane Richards in third but um yeah those three just never came back and in the bunch we sort of knew pretty early on that we were, we were racing for fourth basically yeah i think you you had a i know you got a flat as well in that race and had to get back on but um when i asked you how you went you said you tried to go across and shut that gap up but by the time you basically just cooked yourself trying to get across yeah yeah and like pretty much um and then you know towards the end we everyone knew that only nine seconds difference between jesse Ewart and reese um there was going to be a you know, GC showdown at the end. And um, I got my flat and chased for a lap. And as soon as I caught back on, I saw Jesse line Reese up and do this massive attack. I thought, can't you give me two seconds, man? <laughs> um, yeah, and to be to his credit, Jesse threw everything he had at Reese and, and ended up, he put time into him, but it was only eight of the nine seconds he needed. So there was, there was only one second between them at the end of, end of the weekend. Jesse sounds like he rides a bit like uh, Ruth. Just doesn't want to, doesn't want a boring race, so just attacks. Yeah, I know Jesse. Jesse's a funny one because you never see him. He just sits dead last wheel, and then you see him, and he's doing like fifty to sixty k an hour down the outside of the bunch. Like, all right, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but all in all, um, with the exception of obviously some uh, a couple of very significant crashes on both days, there, it's a another great round. QRTS. Yeah, pretty yeah. good location, and it's a you know once again we spoke about a bit of variety in the course. You know that that round was thrown together by NX Sports too. It was meant to be, um, well, it wasn't meant to be on. Yeah, it was. It was just a basically that was a COVID redo of the Battle of the Border. Yeah, we've missed a round, so we'll just try and throw something together. Yeah, and um, actually surprised me. Like, and oh, you see, you know, the likes of you know Ruth coming down from Townsville, like. I'm sort of surprised that given the short turnaround and the fact that 10 days out, there was no race program or anything done for that. No idea about what was happening except there was a race on and a couple of whispers that we'd heard. Um, I'm sort of surprised that the numbers were as healthy as they were. Um, although, Ruth, the women's did look from just anecdotally, did look a little bit down on numbers. Is that, do you know if that was the case or not? We might have lost Ruth. Um, yeah, it was. Um, well, <laughs> there was um, probably maybe 10 girls missing that weren't at the other rounds. So, um, yeah, which was a little bit disappointing. But hopefully for the 
this last round, um, the numbers are back up again. Yeah, with this last round, so it's a one-day event, this one, with yep. the TT and the Camise. Yeah, like like we said, it, it's going to be, it, it's still going to be, a, a, I mean, time trials are never easy, but it's it's certainly not a flat um, walk in the park time trial. And then the Camise is out at the Ipswich cycle track, which is, yeah. I think oh, is it on the track, is it? Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's, it's um that's a pretty cool little yeah. track out there. It is so, a good track. That's, yeah, hot mix and fast and. Have Purpose they sp- built. Have they specified the course they're using? Um, they are. They haven't actually. But if they throw that U-turn in, that's going to be a bit mm. of a game changer. That can be sketchy when they put that U-turn in. That normally takes a few people out. That'll yeah. That'll eliminate. They'll put some time gaps in. You're gonna yeah. love a good U-turn in a in a race. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh. You'll enjoy. I don't know if you've ridden a Ipswich before, Ruth, but that's a a um, little purpose-built track. The Ipswich Council got out there which they do some night racing on and that's really good um really good surface and everything it's pretty pretty much flat you know oh, okay yeah and it's not easy um, yeah I've, ne- I've never seen it no yeah. it's not it's fast and um there always seems to be little places that people attack on there so you definitely i think i rode out there not long back and you know for me i think average like you know what a 335 for an hour out there like it's not it's not an easy race how many um k is a lot Oh, how far is the lap? Not long, not long. It's just over a kilometer, but um, oh, okay. it's like I haven't done a heap of races out there. But every time I have, like I haven't, I, I have never actually seen a bunch sprint out there. Like it's, it's not an oh, easy really? course nah. either. Yeah. Generally, generally gets torn apart. And they, yeah, they do have one yeah. loop that has a U-turn in it. So if they throw that in, it just um, splits up the field quite a bit. But it's a good yep. course. It's it's super safe, wide. Yeah, that, that road surface they use is like the best you can get. Ben and I were yeah. even talking to him down. Well, Ben was, um, we were there in there racing and they were even explaining how the road surface gets more grippy in the rain when it gets wet. So it's actually... Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah, just as, just as, pretty much just as safe as if it's wet as if it's dry. The only thing that adds a yeah. level of danger to it is the uh, six foot tall kangaroos that skulk around <laughs> the middle of it. <laughs> they do some night racing out there and as the sun goes down, you literally have, they have commissaires basically on the course shooing kangaroos away from the edge <laughs> so, but oh well, that's um probably a bit of a wrap from that's the weekend yep. yeah um so ruth's in the lead is that correct um yep so i'm i'm in the lead by 30 30 points so i think i'd probably have to finish i think top three or maybe four for this next round to to win it Oh, so so we're stealing the kids' TT bike is is what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, I haven't ridden a TT bike for like over five years. So yeah, so that's the thing I don't too. Know. Well, I don't I mean, know. I might just stick to my road bike. <laughs> but you said that you hadn't ridden a road bike for a few years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I hadn't raced one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't seem to be detrimenting you too much. <laughs> yeah, I might maybe maybe I'll put some clip-on bars on. I don't know. Yeah, and Dame Ben, any of you guys in the lead, mate? Don't no, even. No, no. no. I, I like to. I like to hang my head on the fact that uh, you know that's not my role in the team. My role <laughs> is to support other people, so I don't need to worry about GC. Um, and but, you, you're continuing to come back, Ben. Going to yeah, I'll be there. Four. I'll be there. Sounds good. Right. Oh well, we hopefully we'll see you down there, Ruth, and um, out at Ipswich yeah. for round four in a what couple of weeks, pretty much three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Yeah, yeah, three yeah weeks. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Really appreciate your time coming on tonight and giving an insight and a bit of perspective from, um, you know, from the women's racing in particular, but just racing in general. It's been really um, real pleasure having you on tonight and appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on and, and thanks for listening, everyone. Thank yeah. you.